Welcome to Americans in Germany drinking whiskey. This might be Jeff. And this is pretty sure Alex. Hello. And uh, Jeff, today we're doing Berlin, Berlin, part two. Ooh, it yeah. is our very long series that is now coming to an end. Yeah, I bet super long our, series. It might actually be the longest series we've had. I think it's the only series we've had. Actually, that might that's probably true. It is. If we, it's not true... That'll be sad because we know less about our podcast than our listeners do. But That's true. We did say we were going to do part twos of other episodes, but we um, we never did. So we're doing it that Ooh, way now. Mythbusters had two. Did it? Yes. Okay. Anyways, we're talking about Berlin. Again. Again. <laughs> so Continuing on. Let's go. Oh, we sound prepped. Yes. <laughs> this week's episode is, of course, brought to you by Koya Insurance. Now, I've mentioned this before, but I'll say it again. I have been a customer of Koya long before we ever started this podcast. So I am happy to give an uh, endorsement because mm. I use them. I like them. And one of the main things that they offer is uh, private liability insurance. It's pretty big. It's the most popular insurance in Germany. And a lot of you might be asking, what is private liability insurance? Well, it insures you against stupid things you do to other people. Yeah. If, say, uh, you hurt somebody else in a bike accident or you uh, drop their TV on the ground. Don't know why you're holding their TV. Oh, but, why are you holding the TV? But you dropped it. Just don't hold their TV. The TV's kaput. So uh, are you going to shell out the 800 euro to pay for it? No, no way. No. Your private liability insurance will cover you and in, I believe, up until like 5 million euros. It's something, something like ridiculous that. like that. It's quite high. And a good example is a friend of mine has a friend who recently decided to change out the uh, the power outlets in mm. his apartment uh, without turning off the power. Not a good idea. And it was an old building, ended up short-circuiting the entire electrical system in the entire building. Oh, no. Uh, requiring a 20,000 euro bill. Oh, my God. And thank God he had private liability insurance because if not, he is... He's, He's responsible. Screwed. That's yeah, a lot of money. Exactly. Like yeah. it doesn't just go away. Basically, they remove that money from your paycheck for the rest of your life until you pay that off. Fun. So, uh, but instead, his cheap private liability insurance covered him. Koya offers this. To learn more, go to koya.com. That is C-O-Y-A.com. Yeah. Here we are. And also, big plus, everything can be in English. Yes, everything that they offer is in English, including customer support. So there's uh, none of that Google Translate action. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's get to some, uh, some shout outs. We want to start off by thanking everybody who has subscribed to our newsletter. Yes, thank we, you. We finally sent out our first newsletter last week. A few months too late. A little bit, but there might be more. We'll yeah, see. There we're, might not be. We're, really, nah, we're going to really try hard to get some newsletters out there because we really didn't think anybody was interested, but then suddenly we have like over 60 subscribers. Uh, subscribers. Yeah, that's pretty nice. So we're sorry. And uh, we did send one recently. If, did. you, if you didn't receive it, but you re-signed up, it's most likely going into your uh, spam because that, right. that even happened to us. So go in that spam. Make sure we're labeled as an authorized sender of emails and your email preferences. That way you will get our newsletter again. So sorry that we're lazy. Yeah, we're pretty lazy. <laughs> hey, we're, we're, we're busy guys, you know? We got a lot of things to do, Jeff. Yeah, right? I mean, we've got uh, beer to drink and... Whiskey to open. That's it. Shout out to uh, Citystarlings.com. They're always posting uh, nice messages to us about our episodes. Oh, yeah. Check out the website. Lots of great info and articles for uh, expats in uh, in Germany. So good good source there for more information. Yeah. Thanks again. 
Also, a, th a thank you to Emily, who sent us a very uh, beautiful message on Facebook recently. Very lovely comments about the podcast, uh, how much it's helped her and how much she enjoys it. So thank you, Emily. Thanks, Emily. And a shout out to Serena on Facebook. Uh, thank you for your kind comments. And she runs a German-English language counseling center for expats in Europe. So again, another nice little uh, tidbit of... Um, <laughs> information <laughs> information for you I think it's nice because a lot of people don't realize that I, mean, I think we had an episode about this that there is an expat depression usually in the beginning where uh, you're feeling away from home you're yeah. feeling lonely you don't have friends there's the whole new language you feel shut out so a lot of people probably want someone to talk to so it's good to have uh, psychological counseling yeah absolutely in English and in German as yeah. well you know yeah, yeah. so uh, she's offering a good service so thank you very much thank you yeah, and don't feel ashamed to to seek such help if you need it. Yeah, right? I mean, yeah, that, the, like, like we mentioned it before, that, that first year of moving away can be very difficult. Exactly, and there's nothing weird about that. It just can be. It's only normal, yeah. A little correction here. I got a correction from my dad, and instead of actually uh, telling me through normal channels, he actually sent a comment through our website to us. <laughs> he mentioned a correction about our episode 31, which is about German doctors. I think it was called What's Up, Doc? Apparently in the episode, I told the story of how he fell ill when he was visiting me in Berlin and he had to find an English language uh, doctor. Yep. Uh, he was uh, not offended, but uh, wondered why I didn't mention how he did find his Eng English language doctor, which True. apparently with big credit card companies such as uh, Visa, MasterCard, American Express, Ooh. he had American Express, just as a free service, you can call them up and they will actually give you a list of, Eng of English speaking doctors wherever you're visiting and they'll actually offer to call and arrange the appointment for you. Oh, that's interesting. And that's just included in- I had no idea about yeah, that. me neither. And I actually forgot about that. Uh, and that's actually a good tip for anybody coming from the States. Because if you're German, you probably don't have a credit card. But if you're coming from the States, True. you have a credit card, <laughs> uh, you know, call them. You, it's probably a service that's offered. Yeah, nice. Thanks, uh, Jeff's dad. A few more odds and ends. So uh, obviously, I think we all know now COVID is getting- having its resurgence, its second wave, so to speak. Unfortunately, yes. And Berlin is not immune to that either. So as of this Saturday, so by the time this releases last Saturday. October 10th? Something like that, yeah. Okay, yeah. Berlin just released new restrictions. And so in case you want to know, if you're not informed yet, uh, what it means is all bars and spätis must be closed from 11 p.m. to 6 a.m. Mm. Uh, they're not selling any alcohol anywhere between these times. They want to stop okay. these illegal parties in the parks, things like this. Sure. During the day, you can only hang out with a group of maximum of 10 people for multiple households. I think less with two or one household. I'm not really sure. And during the nighttime from 11 to 6 a.m., you can only spend time with a group that's a maximum of five people. Ouch, yeah. And, and I think yeah. they're calling this nighttime <clears throat> time span the the curfew time whatever. exactly you don't have to go home but you can't stay here kind of a thing yeah, yeah that's it i mean there's been a lot of legal parties throughout the city throughout corona and especially in the parks things like this so i think they're really trying to restrict those and hopefully if they do that then we'll be okay i personally think we're going to be back in more hardcore rules very soon i hope not yeah and again <sighs> most uh bars and uh spätis which are convenience stores have been trying really hard to follow the rules but there have been like 10 percent which, which have just been trying to make money and packing people in and and not not social distancing and they're kind of ruining it for everyone else you know yeah. what i mean like uh so it is what it is yeah i mean it's rising everywhere everywhere around the world so um yeah i hope i hope still everyone's staying safe and doing what they can uh we might have to do our show again via hangout soon but i guess we'll <sighs> we'll find out in the future 
Ouch. I know. Not looking forward to it. But hey, we, we've practiced, so we, we've done it. We can do it. But I miss seeing your face. Yeah. Like in person, you know? So yeah, especially he has a new mic now. Uh, see, uh, you probably don't, I don't know if you've seen pictures, but uh, our old mic had a large, what's called a pop filter uh, blocking view of him because it's, it's what blocks the P's and the the T's and the you know the hard sounds, right? But he has a new mic with one built in, and now his face is all visible, and I can see mm. I can see it all in its glory. You like mine, yeah, yeah. How you doing? So, would you? Yeah, actually, how are you doing? What you What you get up to this weekend? I heard this was your uh, what I called your summer of George. If anybody who's a, a Seinfeld <laughs> fan might know about that, yeah, it kind of was. Um, my girlfriend was away for the weekend, and I wanted to join to see some friends, but um, I've just been exhausted recently. Mm. So I decided to have a weekend to myself, collect myself, collect my thoughts, you know, just kind of be alone. And um, yeah, it was really nice. I um, I watched a bunch of, it's October, so I was like, I'm going to watch a bunch of these old 80s horror movies that I love. Yes. And so I binged um, Friday the 13th, one through three. Nice. I watched a newer Halloween from 2018, because I love Halloween. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. With Jamie Lee Curtis, which is older, you know, yeah, trying to fight back. I really back. liked it, yeah. Really good. I really enjoyed yeah, it. Yeah. A few continuity errors here and there, but it was a good, it was a good movie. And then actually my neighbor invited me over. So I went there for a bit who I've never really talked to that much before. So that was kind of nice. Um, and then I hung out some more. So it was a really nice, I felt refreshed after the weekend, which is kind of what I needed. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes, uh, and I find the same problem, like we over plan the weekends yeah. and there's just no alone time to just sit back and just relax and do nothing. Which and, sometimes and you just well. need. Yeah. I mean, Berlin has so much to do in the city and you're always going out during the week on the weekends and sometimes you know having some time to yourself to relax is you know it's important yeah sometimes you just want to be you just gotta be lazy you know that's what I mean? it like, about yeah. myself yeah how you doing <laughs> not bad uh actually i guess i had a pretty slow weekend i'm actually struggling to remember what happened oh well the uh, weather was nice yeah so on this past the third which was saturday i believe could be was the uh tag der deutscher deutscher deutschen Tag der Deutsch. Deutschen Einheit? Deutscher Einheit. Yeah, pretty much the country. It's, it's called, in English, it's called Reunification Day. Yes. Which is an important day. You know, it's when the wall fell and then a year later, legally, East Germany, West Germany became one once again. So exactly. it's, a, it's a big day. Yeah, huge day. Um, but because of COVID, they literally canceled every, usually you go to the Brandenburg Gate and there's a huge, you know, there's tens of thousands of people and a huge event and everything and they literally canceled everything um sucks but well, i mean makes sense makes sense, it makes sense. i'm not yeah. mad about it. it just like it just sucks generally yeah but we heard that they were going to be doing a special light show for the reunification day okay so me and my girlfriend biked down and found that they were they really did uh nothing kind of fuck all uh and Fun. They, there was maybe one thing lit up uh there was a brandenburg gate with a really lackluster display that looped every 10 seconds and then uh we went to um the victory column yep um which is a fa it's a famous uh tower in a, in a large roundabout in the middle of um Tiergarten park that has a golden angel on top it's pretty cool yeah and i think it represents the victory in the franco-prussian war i want to say couldn't tell you to be honest well, um, i should know that though yeah but anyways they lit it up so it's it was blue with yellow hearts and i even made a joke about it being sponsored and as we walked up it turned out it was sponsored by Etika. That's why it was blue with yellow hearts because that is Etika's no. logo. Yes. So there you go. And that was it. That was pretty much it. Um, but it was cool because there was n really just nobody out. So we had the whole victory column to ourselves, took some pictures, drank a few beers, yeah. cycled around the city, just with the city to ourselves, uh, just hanging out. And then uh, what else did I do? 
uh, Sunday, grabbed some free walnuts from a friend's courtyard. And, oh, yeah. Because they're... they're uh, yeah, they, they have a walnut tree. So, like, most uh, German, most Berlin apartments have a little Hinterhof, so, like, a little backyard type thing. Courtyard, yeah. Courtyard, yeah. And hers has um, a little walnut tree. And by little, huge. Yeah, pretty big walnut tree. And... Um, yeah, so I was there with you. We hung out, grabbed some walnuts, ate them off the floor. That was fun. Yeah, because uh, apparently the people who, I don't know, what the landlord, I guess in English you'd say, yeah. uh, just doesn't do anything with them. So we just grabbed some bags, filled them up, and downstairs we have like 50 walnuts. And Which is good. Walnuts are expensive. Yeah, you get a tiny bag, 100 grams, 200 grams, it's like five bucks or something. Yeah. yeah. Which, fair enough, because there's a lot of work to get into those walnuts, man. Yeah, I didn't know that a walnut... When you, when you get a Walmart or a store or whatever like that, there's that shell on it, but it actually comes in another thicker like shell. Like a gooey black shell. It's gross. Yeah. And it like stains your fingers for a few days. Yeah. 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 So yeah like, that, I learned that this weekend. That was pretty cool. Yeah. 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 Mm. I saw some YouTube videos afterwards where they said like, wear gloves because it'll cause you problems. And yeah. Too little, too late. Too little, too late. Um, so. Anyways, what have we today? A special whiskey. <laughs> do it, we? We do. Uh, before I talk about the whiskey, I'm just going to remind everyone listening right now. Oh, yes. To please uh, give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. If you're listening there, we'd really appreciate it. And if you don't feel like it, then, you know, give us a, you know, whatever you want. Um, Hit up fo- our website, I guess. Yeah. AGDWpodcast.com. And what's our Instagram? Because I literally still don't know. Wow. After all this time. Uh, Americans dot in dot at Americans dot in dot Germany dot podcast. Sorry, could you say the whole thing one more time? At Americans dot in dot Germany dot podcast. Excellent. Yes. Yes. And also follow us on Facebook too. Uh, we post pictures of um, all of our, all of our whiskeys, of other things that we're up to, um, new teasers for the next episodes. Uh, all that stuff we do on the Instagram, on the Facebook, and the website has a list of all the whiskeys we drank, some extras. Um, there's, a lot, there's a lot of yeah, cool content on there. Page, I think. A lot of extra. Jeff photos, loves the extra page. Text, yeah. uh, tips. I think there's some good stuff on there that you might enjoy if you're yeah. a fan of the podcast. Yeah, the website is not just for listening to the podcast, but let's be no. honest, you're doing that on whatever, Spotify, whatever. So exactly. You don't need the website for that. So you that's why it. there is extras yes so today we are drinking going back to ireland Ew. and this is a whiskey that uh jeff wanted to drink for a while now and we finally got it thank you to koya again and this is the dead rabbit irish whiskey the dead rabbit a measure of attitude Ew. aged five years so not that old okay and virgin american oak finished dreamed distilled and matured in ireland Yeah. And on the back, it says a unique blend of Irish malts and grain whiskey, gently rested in fine seasoned bourbon casks, finished in small handcrafted first fill American oak barrels. My God, it's so small, this text. Adding depth and character over a lingering note of bourbon vanilla sweetness. I feel like my mom right now, I'm holding it really far back so I can read it. Like, honestly, the text in the back is obnoxiously small. Look at that. You can read that. I, no, from here, I yeah. cannot read that at all. So sorry if I read that like a, like a you know, first grader. It's a badass and looking bottle. It's I a mean, really cool bottle. It's a black uh, Black logo. label. Yeah, black label with the gold. And there's, a, there's actually, towards the neck, there's a kind of wax 
stamp. You know, like in the olden days when you had to send a letter to seal the letter, you do a little wax. It's like Game of Thrones. Yeah, it's uh, it's got what wax seal. Sorry. Yeah. Um, but it looks like a bottle. Yeah, you would see with like in Peaky Blinders because it's a, it's a dark brown uh whiskey with a black label and gold writing on it. It's uh, I like it a lot. I, I like it's it got a lot. some attitude, and it's got a nice uh, wood. Top of the cork, which Ooh. I always like. Yes. So let's pop this bad boy. Let's do it. Okay. That was, <laughs> that was a whole lot of nothing. <laughs> Did you open that before or something? No. Wow. I'll do it again. No, it's just a cute little... Okay. It is what it is. I mean, I think compared to last week, we had the best pop ever. Right. Also, last week, that cork was very wide. There you go, friend. Thank you. little smell. Hmm. Okay. Strong. But it's a it's a young whiskey. It is young whiskey. It's only aged, like I said, um, five years. So we're not. No, this isn't a ten or a fifteen. Okay. So. But it smells great. To Ireland. To Ireland. Schlancha. Schlancha. I think they say. Hmm. Smoky. A little bit smoky. Mild. Yeah. Yeah. I like good. It. Drinkable. Not, not 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 making a huge impression, but no. But it's, it's good though. This this could be like an after work whiskey. You don't Absolutely. think too hardcore. And it, it was you know? it was a low budget whiskey as well. I'm not sorry, not low low budget. No, it was about thirty thirty two euro on Amazon, I right, think. which is okay. Yeah, and, and um, yeah, great. I think great taste for the price. Yeah, yeah. so far. So Jeff, our topic is Berlin, Berlin Part Two. We're gonna. Continue on. We talked about what two, three episodes ago right, because we, we ran out of time. Yeah, we ran out of time. There's yeah. so much in the city to talk about, and we didn't finish. So hopefully, we can finish tonight. If not, I mean, we'll probably, we, no, we probably won't do a part three. No, no, no. no if we don't finish it. tonight, then just you know, use Wikipedia. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yes, just ignore us completely. Use just the Google machine. Yeah, find other ways to get information. So. um we're going to start off about talking about the 12 districts of Berlin. We mentioned them briefly in part one, but didn't right. really get into like the rundown of the differences between them. And if you're moving here or you're traveling here, I think it's good to know because there are differences. And to be honest, I don't know about all of them because I've only been to a few of them and it passed through with the rest. Yeah, I, I've, I've lived in... Uh, I think five of the districts. I've, oh, okay. I think this is my like, like 11th apartment in Berlin, something like that. Oh. The, the first five years, uh, I had to move a lot because uh, people were just not giving me a, a long-term contract. Sure. So it was like three months here, three months there. And it was actually good because I I was able to see what's the differences between the districts. All right. What do you like? And then, so later on, when I got, I more, when I was, you know, I had I was more serious with life in general, yeah. adulting. Adulting. Uh, I was, it was easier to pick where I wanted to live because I'd already you know, tested the waters here or there. Sure. And I lived in, this is my fourth apartment, but the first three were all in the same district, like four tram stops away from each other. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so I have, you know, a bit, but I've also, you know, I've been around. Yeah. So um, I think a good place to start for tourists would just be Mitte. Because, I mean, where, where are they most likely going to go first? Is Mitte. Mitte means it's Mitte. It's middle. It's middle. 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 So city center, even though Berlin, as we've mentioned before, Technically, doesn't have a city center, but right. but it's kind of where some of the main attractions are. Um, but like few few Berliners 
live in Mitte, I'd say. It's 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 more of like mm. businesses and I mean, you know, I'm saying if you go to like Potsdamer Platz, Unter yeah. den Lindenstrasse, it's more businesses. Alexanderplatz. Um, yeah. Yeah. It, Mitte is, um, there, there's nice areas in Mitte for Absolutely, sure. Absolutely, yeah. Um, especially if you're a tourist and you're hanging out around, I would say like, like we said, Berlin doesn't really have a city center. Right. But every um, borough kind of has a center. So in Mitte, I would say a cool spot to go if you're coming for, you know, holiday, whatever, uh, would be probably around Rosenthaler Platz, that sure. area. Yeah, lots a lot of, of cafes cool. and bars. Exactly. Bars, cafes, a lot of restaurants, uh, different types of things. Of course, dinner everywhere. Uh, and it's also kind of a cool mixture of people who live in Berlin and tourists. So you're True. not getting stuck in like tourist traps. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, more touristy areas would be uh, Potsdamer Platz, as I mentioned, yep. uh, which has the huge uh, Sony Center, and it's it looks very downtowny. Um, ha- has some sights to see, and it's right next to the Brandenburg Gate, which right. is which is kind of the symbol of Berlin. It, and also, it looks it looks a little bit more American because there's more of like these typical skyscrapers that you would see in the states. Exactly, that Germany is not really well known for. Exactly, yeah, yeah. And uh, you know, Brandenburg Gate also leads to Unter den Lindenstrasse, which means which is under the Linden the trees yep. uh, street, which is kind of the main. Uh, avenue of central Berlin, which leads to Alexanderplatz, which I think if you visit Berlin, you're going to go through Alexanderplatz at some point because yeah. it's a main subway hub. But there's and, not much to do there. Unless no. you want to go, sh- if you want to go shopping, then it's fine. Yeah, but like, a- if you want any kind of culture, Alexanderplatz is not really the place to go. Exactly. Both Alexanderplatz and Postdamerplatz both have huge malls. So I guess they're more about shopping and yeah, it's, it's, uh, but I'm guessing as a tourist, I'd say, Check them out briefly, sure. but don't spend too much time there because yeah. there's not a whole lot to do. There's not. Um, I would say the next big place to talk about would be Friedrichshain slash Kreuzberg. Right. Yeah. These that's, are, that's kind of where the nightlife. Yeah. The, the, the cafes, the, the, the restaurants. Yeah. This is where all the young people go. Um, they're kind of pretty, kind of dirty, depending what area you're going to. You know, some are like Friedrichshain, I would say, is a little bit cleaner than Kreuzberg. But it also depends where you're going as well. True, yeah. And Friedrichshain has the uh, the ever notable Karl Marx uh, Ali, which yes. is kind of this huge uh, Soviet era. I mean, you really you feel like you're in Moscow when you go down this street because it, it was the main boulevard of East Berlin, right? Right. So um, it's a very impressive. It's super cool looking. I, re- I really enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And that leads uh, from. Mitte okay. into Friedrich into Friedrichshain. Yeah. Um uh really really impressive uh fun place to bike around and yeah and uh, yeah and Friedrichshain and cuz Friedrichshain you have Boxhagenerplatz which is known for very, its very bars clear, yeah. and, and eating uh Siemendachstrasse which True. is not that far away from Boxhagenerplatz a lot of bars there. Again a lot of tourists there but still a mixture of people who actually live in the city so it's not you know this you you it, you'll be hard to find um like hardcore tourist traps like you would in you know new york or rome or something like that unless you're around alexander platz there's a bunch around there but like these areas aren't really catered to tourists as much i would say or or not but but, uh they're not catered tourists but plenty of tourists go because you're again you're gonna see it's a a cool places and it's you're gonna see berliners doing berliner stuff you know what i mean like Say say tourist is coming to Berlin and they want to do nightlife and clubbing. What's like right between Friedrichshain and Kreuzberg? I mean, there's the the Warschauerstrasse area. Warschauerstrasse, right? yeah, which has which, um, which you should go to <clears throat> if, if you're looking for sure night out to. for and you want to come home at like five six a.m. That's where you should go. Yeah, and it's it's kind of got um, not now, of course, but <laughs> there's a street near Warschauer called Revelerstrasse, 
and it's right there. You you can't miss it. And it's an old um, the place called R A Vigalanda, and it's an old uh, train station, train, train depot. depot. Yeah. And in there is kind of something for everybody. So there's like bars, there's um, kind of club bar type things, like a mixture of club and bars. There's even an indoor skate park around there. Yeah. Um, and it's just cool to walk around. It's, it's a really cool area, especially, I, li- I kind of like in autumn when it's a little bit chilly. Yeah. For some reason, I don't yeah. know why it's kind of, it's really cool there. Um, so I definitely recommend uh, that place for sure. Yeah. And so, and then leading from that kind of clubbing Warsaw Strasse area, yep. you lead into, you literally cross the river into Kreuzberg, right? Um, which again, just a very clubby bar area. Like, there's a main avenue called Skalitzerstrasse, yep. Which the U1, which I think is the only or one of the only elevated uh, subway lines in Berlin. U3, yeah, or U3, yeah. But it's one of the main elevated subway lines, U1, and it it runs above this Skalitzerstrasse. Yeah, it's, it's really cool to look around. Um, there's also, you know, in Friedrichshain and Kreuzberg, a lot of cool art galleries as well. Sure, yeah. Um, a lot of um, kind of underground scene type things. So like a lot of underground kind of maybe on the edge of legal, illegal bars. Um, a very alternative kind of vibe to, to, but, to Kreuzberg. But still uh, very safe to walk around. Uh, very safe, yeah, yeah. These are not... Uh, Ghettos is like one of the, the main central places to right. go to. Uh, it would be Kreuzberg. And if you're in Kreuzberg, um, you'll probably go to Kotpusator, Koti. That's one area I would say just watch your bags around you. Um, yeah, it's an iffy place. Uh, yeah. There's a lot of homeless people. There's a lot of people doing drugs at Kotpusator. It's known as Kati in Berlin. Kati, a lot of pickpockets. It, it can be kind of dangerous at this specific U-Bahn station slash uh, square, whatever you want to call yeah. it. It's a roundabout kind of area. I mean, if you just keep your wits about you, you'll be you'll fine. Be, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, people ask you if the, if you wanted to buy any weed just say no keep walking they're not gonna bother you anymore um i personally don't like the area at all because i think it's just kind of annoying yeah, yeah sometimes same. i'm trying to walk and you know getting harassed by people trying to sell me weed all the time yeah yeah um but generally there's a lot of cool areas around there as well um yeah so yeah quite spec yeah and, and whereabouts are you living these days i i live in neukern which is my favorite borough and which literally literally means new Cologne, New Cologne. Is, as, you, as many of you probably know, Cologne is a uh, large city in Germany. Yeah, and I'm from New England, so you know it kind of fits. Hey. Uh, and Neukölln is a it's an interesting area. So there's a lot. It's, it's also I think the biggest borough in Berlin. I it's, have no idea. Could it's be very large. It goes. It's down south, and um, here it's not very touristy at all. I would say, um, there's, yeah, it's very very to- tourist there. Yeah, uh, it's right near Temple of Feld, which we've talked about, talked about in a previous. Berlin, Berlin episode, I right, believe. The, uh, the old Tempelhof Airport, which is now just a huge park, exactly. which I mentioned. Um, there's a huge um, Turkish community there, which yeah. is really nice. So like, we have a lot of really good Turkish food, and there's a whole history behind that. So um, Germany generally has the largest Turkish community outside of Turkey. Oh, yeah. And the reason is, was back in the 60s, 1961, when the wall came up, uh, Germany, needed a lot, Germany needed a lot more workers, and so they signed agreements with Turkey to make it easy for Turkish citizens, cit- excuse me, citizens, to come and work in Germany. And over time, more and more came, and instead of returning to Turkey, they decided to stay and brought their families over as well. And Germany was like, "Cool, no worries, take your family." Right. And so, like, uh, Neukölln has this huge Turkish influence. So we have a lot of really cool restaurants. There's a kind of like a cool family vibe there because Turkish families have noticed really kind of our. Yeah, a lot, of, a lot of Turkish food in in Neukölln as well. Yeah, it's just it's it's a really nice area. Um, it's not super clean compared to Mitte or maybe Friesland even. And Friesland's not that clean generally. Yeah, yeah, at all. yeah. Neukölln, you're more like you're or you're 
more likely than others to like see kind of uh, old mattresses and stuff on the street, yes. on the sidewalks, and that kind of thing. And like even you know five five six years ago, it was considered a very dangerous area, but uh, it kind of changed. The reputation changed as more people moved over there. So it's it's also unfortunately kind of getting gentrified. Um, but it's 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 a cool area. There's a lot of really cool hole in the wall bars and pop up galleries. Yeah. Um, not a good place to go shopping, really. Uh, not yeah, not really. It's not really known for shop. I mean, they're for the locals. There, there, there's one mall shopping, around yeah. there. Uh, um, a lot of small little shops. Um, but yeah, I, I love the area. Yeah, I, I lived in Oikun twice. Once pretty close to where you live now, yeah. and then once near Ratas Oikun, which uh, which mean. Nakun City Hall. City Hall, yeah. yeah. Which is actually a really nice area, too. There's a lot of really cool small parks around there. Um, but what's that? There's actually is a nice nightlife street near Rathaus Nakun. It's sort of Vazerstrasse. Vazerstrasse, yeah. Yeah, if you want nightlife, Vazerstrasse is a really good place to go. There's a bunch of really cool bars, um, things to do. And it's always kind of popping at night when it's not Corona. So you see a lot of really cool people around. It's just like a very open area. Yeah. And like I said, if you're a tourist here, you won't see a lot of tourists there. But you'll still get a lot of English around too, because a lot of expats do live in the area. Sure, yeah. And as we said, like the the it's if you want some crazy good uh, Middle Eastern food, I mean that's the place to go. Really. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Um, and uh, whereabouts do I live? I, li- I live in Prince Lauerberg. I'll just mention it really quick. Sure. Which is in the northeast, uh, I guess you'd say. Um, it's, it's near Mitte. Um, yeah. And uh, the kind of areas worth mentioning, uh, I'd say the Kolwitz Platz. Kolwitz Kol- 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 Yeah, Kolwitz, uh, also known as Kolwitz Keats. It's own, yep. own Keats, which means neighborhood within the district. Really beautiful. Um, yeah, it, like has, it's an area that was not bombed that much back in the day. Has some beautiful buildings, really wide sidewalks and pretty boulevards. A really stuff. nice uh, flea market on Saturdays yeah. or Sundays. Sundays. Yeah, yeah. Um, and also has its nightlife section, which would be Eberswalderstrasse, yep. which is near uh, the ever-famous Mauer Park, which means Wall Park, which there's a huge uh, flea market and just hang out on Sundays. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's yeah, it's, it's, it's a nice, uh, clean, quiet place. It's mostly, I mean, if you walk down the street, you'll just see a million people in their 30s with uh, Kids. baby strollers. Yeah. yeah, that's kind of like, so every kind of uh, borough has a stereotype, kind of like, you know, in New York, same thing. And the Prenzlauerberg stereotype is definitely um, 30, 30, 30 to 40 years old, a kid or two, going to beautiful little cafes. And, and, and that's it, but, but Prenzlauerberg is a really, really nice area, uh, especially in the summer. Like, it's, it's really pretty. There's lots of trees on the streets, beautiful cafes and brunch places. It kind of has this um, very happy vibe to it. Yeah, but it's like, but, it, but if you want to live somewhere that's uh, in the middle of the action, yeah. I would say Prince Lauerberg is not, not the in place. the middle of the action. That would so. be Kreuzberg for your sign, maybe Neuken. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And of course, there's, there's plenty of other districts uh, right. that we could mention, but you know, we're not going to go too far. In the, and the and, and, and th- these are districts that we know decently well, that we hang out in very often. The other ones, um, I'm barely yet because, like we said, the city is so big that I'm not really going often to the west part of the city um, in these yeah. districts. I'm just never really there because, you know. But there's also pretty districts like Charlottenburg, beautiful. And Schöneberg, Ranikendorf. Yeah, I mean, the, um, uh, uh, Kudam, also known as Kufferstendam, which yep. is like the one of the famous West Berlin 
boulevards with all the fans. It's like the kind of Beverly Hills of, yeah. of Berlin. Where if all you want to go shopping, get some fancy stuff. And blow your bank account. Kudam. Kudam. Kudam exactly. where you go. And that's technically in uh, Charlottenburg, I believe. Yes, it is. Yes. Yep. Which is near the zoo. Well, it's near the zoo and yeah. a beautiful um, bombed church. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there's, yeah there's a famous, uh, oh, ooh, what's the name? So, uh, something, Vil- no Wilhelm idea. something. Uh, church. There's a famous, beautiful church there. That it was bombed during the war, but instead of ripping it down, they left it in its bombed out state and just kind of and it's absolutely plugged beautiful. all the holes. It's it's really pretty. And and everyone, please keep in mind that these is this is our um you know interpretation of what we see in these districts. This whole podcast is our interpretation of every, of, That's of, true. of so Berlin and Germany in general. Don't so. take this if you're offended living in Kreuzberg or whatever, like sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Correct us then. Um, All right. So other things in Berlin. Um, One of the things that I find really interesting about the city and one of my favorite things as a little amateur photographer is the architecture in the city. Yeah, the look of the city. It's not the same as a Paris or a London where you just go and it's just a bunch of classical buildings. It's just this wow factor. And the whole city has kind of uh, a very similar kind of vibe. Berlin, as we've mentioned before, since it has been bombed and gone through a lot of history, you you have... 120 year old building and on either side are brand new modern like minimalist buildings right. you know what I mean yeah and then you also had you know the the, the boom of buildings during um a- after after the world war after world war 2 where you know they're building the west built you know these very stereotypical 1960s 70s kind of gross looking American British buildings, and you have the Soviet era buildings exactly. that are really boring and gray, and boring just and gray square block houses. You but know? then sometimes you'd be like, you know what? We're gonna make this building a very light purple color for no reason at all. Yeah. So yeah, from street to street, even walking down those streets, the the vibe changes really from building to building, and yeah. and it's 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 so interesting because uh, it's everything is always changing and looks so different from each other. It it clashes, but in a cool way. You know what I mean? Exactly. And it's not like you know London has you know these big new buildings. You know the um, the, the the Gherkin and these other shard, the shard. Uh, but those are like big skyscrapers. Where in Berlin, uh, because there's not many big skyscrapers, things like this, you walk down the street and you have one build, and buildings connected to each other, and you'll see this difference of like made in the fifties, definitely seventies, made like last year, all next yeah, to each made other. Made in eighteen eighties, you know, like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's really kind of cool. Yeah, I like. I dig it. I really. Yeah, like I it. love it. Yeah, yeah, it's really interesting. And again, it's not what you if you again if you've never been to Europe before, it's not what you expect. And a little tidbit: Berlin in general, most buildings are no more than five stories tall. Right. And the reason is because buildings cannot be taller than the tallest uh, church fire no firefighter ladder in the oh, area. Oh, that was church. No, it's because of fire safety. You know, okay. if a firefighter ladder cannot reach, the, it can't go beyond certain height in that area. So uh, it, it, you can only get it, go higher if you have kind of like a New York style fire escape. So you have two different ways to get out of the building, then you yeah, can go higher. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. And to be clear, um, there are no fire escapes, mostly no fire escapes in the city. Yeah, and there are a few. And again, there are taller buildings um, downtown, a few, yeah. but they get around it because they have like multiple stairwells and an elevator. And so they're allowed to be taller because they have multiple exit right. routes. You know, Like in my building, uh, we have a balcony and there's a tree outside the balcony. So we decided if there's a fire in our apartment and we can't go, we're just going to jump on that tree and hope for the best. When I was a kid, we had a, um, a foldable metal ladder in a box. Yes. When we were on the second floor, and you could just throw it out the window, and it just hooked onto the the window frame, and you just climb down it. F- yeah. Funny you say that. A few weeks ago, my girlfriend suggested we buy that when we move to our uh, a new apartment because you know. All right, well, you'll be on three or third four? floor. Yeah. Third floor, yeah. Which yeah. for the Americans, that's the fourth floor. 
Third floor German is fourth floor. Yes, true. Because yes. we start with the ground floor and then go to one, two, Ground, three. first, second, third. We're in American starts first, second, third, fourth. Exactly. True, I totally forgot about that. Yeah, I think um, we've mentioned it before, but yeah. Okay. Um, all right, another thing about Berlin is the general atmosphere, right? The vibe. Which the is, vibe. Which was, I think is the, probably the main part that sets it apart from Munich and whatever. It's And probably every city in the world, to be it's honest. It's the relaxed. Because you go to London, everyone's wearing suits and very posh. and But in Berlin, it's so relaxed. People wearing shorts and don't give a shit about how they look. And it's not even you know on the street. It's also in professional environments. Um, like when I was teaching in the States, I had to wear you know nice slacks, button-down shirt, tucked in, nice shoes. Mm-hmm. I can't show any tattoos, things like this. I work here. I wear what I would normally wear, you know, jeans, T-shirt, tattoo showing, and yeah. it gets fine. No one cares. Yeah, business is less formal, definitely, in Definitely Berlin. less formal. Yeah. Um, I think it's because Berlin has this history of, you know, being an artsy city, and 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 that's kind of, kind of sunk its roots into other parts of the culture here. Yeah, true. I mean, like... Uh, Painters, DJs, musicians, filmmakers, they all come to Berlin, you know, because there's right. so many art galleries and museums and events, and it's a very arty city, and you have all this beautiful, uh, you know, graffiti, mural, mural artwork, you yeah. know, et cetera. Um, very cool. And also, you, you mentioned something about uh, underground bars. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of like these underground, um, kind of like punk bars, anti fascist bars. Um, I'm not sure if all of them are legal or not. Like I've been to a bunch. Some of them and some sell. of them are in squats, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. Some of them are in squat buildings. Some are just kind of there, and like they say, like please don't take photos because we don't want anyone to know. Or it's interesting that they're there. I don't think the city necessarily cares about them as of now. I'm sure it's going to change in the future as the city grows and you know becomes a little more mainstream. Uh, I hope they don't because they're nice and you know it gives people you know a cool place to go to. And sure. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, if we talk about the Berlin vibe, we have to mention um, just the general Berlin Berliner attitude of, of, of somebody who lives in Berlin. Like, what was it called? The Berliner Schnauzer. 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 Yeah. So, how would you describe the Berliner Schnauzer? I mean, the closest thing I would compare it to is maybe New Yorkers. Not as harsh. Uh, not as harsh. I've been in New York. It's not quite as bad. Yeah. As that. The thing is, like, they're not being mean. It's not trying to be mean, but they kind of have like this kind of sarcastic attitude yeah so to speak i'm not really sure how to explain it and it's not it's not bad sometimes it's it's funny sometimes but it's there when you see it you know it yeah yeah and because this is a big city and i think again it's like a symptom of living in new york as well where you, you're surrounded by millions of people so you just you have i don't know, you just have little sympathy and you don't really care as much you know what i mean so mm-hmm. it's like you know, some tourists complaining. You're like, eh, get over it, man. Like, or you know, yeah. I, no, I'm not saying people aren't nice. People, no. if you ask somebody for directions, they'll give it to you and whatever. For sure, for sure. But in gen- general, yeah, people here are just very uh, direct. Uh, you know, like this is the deal. You know, like, and this isn't just you know Germany in general. Even other Germans have this stereotype for Berlin specifically. Yeah, and even Berlin has its own German dialect in the language and the speaking. You know, of course. So yeah. instead of like. For alles gut would be everything okay, where in Berliner it'd be like alle gut. Yeah, gut is gut. Yeah, yeah which is alle gut koila ey kumpel. Yeah, um, I, I really don't know that much more. About I love the it. Berliner one because I'm still working on learning the normal German. So the last thing I need is a second dialect to be learning. Oh, I'm trying to learn both. Oh, okay. Like ich 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 an, yeah. Okay. Yeah, instead of like <laughs> instead of ich bin, it's like ich bin, right? Or, yeah. 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 Exactly. It's 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 definitely different. Um, and then one more thing about like the general atmosphere is the um, 
we, I think we've talked about it many times before is, is the park culture and how amazing it is here. But also like, there's also park parties, random, you know, pop-up parties that happen in the middle of the night on a weekend and you're walking through the park and all of a sudden there's a party over there. Like, that's cool. Yeah, and people bring like massive sound systems, you know, yeah. with, with like three like car batteries powering these things. You know, DJs like, yeah. playing, you know, people bring beer, or drinks, whatever. And like light sometimes I've been, you know, I've walked through and I've seen people have actual, you know, light shows for the DJ in this park. And it, it, it's got, it's interesting. Yeah, yeah, sometimes you see people with like a cart that's all lit up. And it's just basically a big like uh, fridge, and he's just offering beer for a exactly. buck fifty, whatever to every. I Super mean, cool. I mean, we often, uh, or at least when we could, we would, we would, uh, you know, grab our friends, go to park, bring like a case of beer or whatever, and just hang out until yeah. nighttime, and just yeah. Exactly, park park life is definitely. Um, it's a big thing. It's yeah. huge. I think it's being, huge. being outdoors is a big Berliner thing because there are a lot of places to do it. There isn't just one central park. There's right hundreds of parks, little and big, and. Uh, and the weather's just so damn good, so why not? Yeah, I mean, it's also a stereotype. You know, anytime the weather gets above, you know, like 16, 17 degrees, the whole city's outside enjoying themselves in the park, drinking beer, uh, slacklining, rollerblading, whatever they want to do. And it's yeah, like, yeah. it's definitely a stereotype. And you notice that, like, right when spring comes, that first nice day, it might even be in February, and you'll see this one nice day, and yeah. the whole city's out. Even though it's still cold, but by comparison, to the you know zero degrees whatever it's warm and, so and there's sun and people are like peeling off their like scarves like oh my god they're out playing ping pong whatever yeah um, yeah exactly and when you're not having fun berlin is also great for business because berlin has slowly become the kind of startup capital of the world it's, yeah. it's, it's rivaling london in the amount of startups that come to berlin yeah it's, it's nutty uh there's more than 22 publications are headquartered in Berlin, such as national magazines like the Spiegel. And, um, you know, it, it, the, the stereotype of a lot of people in Berlin is like, oh, what do you do for work? And everyone says, I work in a startup. Like, it's a it's, big it's stereotype here. Yeah, because, I mean, this is where all the investment money is. It's, Huge. it's And it's cheap for businesses. So that's why they come to start their business here. Because exactly. It, like a low overhead, you know, so you have... Like, uh, SoundCloud is here. That's a big name. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's just t tons of businesses. I mean... Uh, Koya, who's our sponsor, their headquarters where Berlin. Berlin, you know? of course. Uh, so, um, so it's a great place to start a business. It's a great place to work. Uh, it's kind of one of one of the centers of German media, like the film, television, radio production. Um, yeah, Lala exactly. Is in Berlin, like, like you explained in the uh, in the film episode, a lot of things are filmed here. Even American shows are filmed here. Yeah, because we, um, we have the big Babelsberg Film Studios, uh, exactly. right in the woods nearby. So, like, yeah, if you're trying to find a job. Um, and you are not from from Germany or from the EU. Keep in mind, you have to get a job that a, usually a German cannot do. Yeah, um, they've even been a little bit more lax about it lately. Yeah, uh, yeah. but the number one is always like IT will be easier to find a job. Uh, journalism, uh, teaching, I think engineering, also engineering, yeah. um, and then also like Jeff does freelance work because he's American and a German can't be. American to speak an American accent. Yeah, true. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think the, the key thing is if you're trying to find a job is make sure it's a job. If if you're a native English speaker, yeah. find a job that where it's a plus to be a native English speaker. And exactly. of course, German can't best you in that. Because and, and a lot of startups will hire you, like I said, for IT, for maybe for marketing, or um, customer or customer service. service. Exactly. Like people, uh, there's a lot of, there's a lot of, I was mentioned a lot of start, startups here. So people from the Netherlands will come and move here. 
because they need because pe- they need people to Speaking be Dutch. Did the Dutch customer service or people move from Turkey because they need the Turkish speakers for the Turkish exactly. customer service? Or, yeah. So yeah, then they'll help you get a visa in the future. But that's a whole another. Um, that's only like can of worms open up. Oh yes. Uh, and speaking of that, so you, you come here, you uh, you're living here, you've got your career. Um, an, an odd thing I'd say compared to the states or other places is that Berlin and Germany in general have low home ownership and low car ownership. Yeah, you know? true. So home ownership in Berlin is less than twenty percent. So that means, uh, yeah, less than twenty percent in Berlin. Yeah, so in eight, Berlin, okay, in Berlin, no, not not in Germany. It's about forty five. I think it's forty forty five percent in Germany. Yeah, in Berlin, it's twenty percent. So that means. Uh, throw a rock, you're going to hit somebody who does not own, own a home. Yeah, yeah and, and I think in the States, it's kind of the, uh, that kind of what is it, the American dream is, right. you know, you go to high school, you go to college, you get married, you buy a house, and then you have, you know, it's kind of the thing, you buy a house, so it's the biggest, I think. Um, right, you're not a success step. if you don't own a house. Whereas right. here in Berlin, it's, it's the standard is not owning a house. So you don't judge success by that. No. And, and, and that, that's, that's a general uh, thing here in Germany anyways, is people don't judge success really based on material goods. Right. Like, like, you know, again, in the States, uh, not only is owning a car important, it's what car do you own? What is car? very important. Whereas in Berlin, I mean, one out of every maybe 10 or 20 people you meet own a car yeah. if that because uh, it's just it's as we mentioned before the public transit is so amazing and there's all these cars you can rent for the 10 minutes you need them right with, with an app and then drop them back off and, and also people are a little more environmentally conscious you know like having a car just makes no sense yeah, everyone cycles here you just yeah. don't need it so yeah so like yeah the, the, if you are moving here there's, there's a lot of these things that you might think about you need in the states that you just don't need here yeah, so the, the so the money you'll be making from your job in Berlin will be less, but you don't have the expense the expense of your car, the car insurance, the car changing the oil, right? Uh, gas, be, yeah, the gas. You won't be paying a mortgage. You'll be paying you know, so, so, like a reasonable rent. So, yeah, exactly. Um, and once you're here, uh, what can they expect in the summer months? So we mentioned this: summer is beautiful. Everyone's outside. You can go to lakes. You know go to the parks a lot of open air concerts um in the summer there's always awesome events to go to right it's always averaging around 80 to 80 degrees a bit you know for those for those of us still on the fahrenheit uh, right. scale uh check out what the fest episode we talk a lot about festivals things like that that you right, can true. that you can go to yeah. in the summer uh the winter just sucks it's cold there's no snow there's no sun it gets dark real early and when it does snow it's like one day and it doesn't really stick to the ground yeah. um but the thing is it's, it's not just the cold because it's cold everywhere in winter well most right. places right it's the fact that we have uh, a lack of blue skies and sun and it's more it's kind of classic london gray and uh, it's like skies. gotham city all yeah. the time yeah and so that it's it's more it's not really the, the Temperature, it's the it's the grayness and the the bleakness that you know that brings on the uh, what's that seasonal of this the seasonal sad. affective disorder yeah. seasonal affective disorder exactly it makes you sad yeah and it, it sucks and um, I I met a lot of people who have, who've experienced it as well like um, the winter can can be can be long but the summer and the spring and the autumn even makes up for it completely I think right and because the winter's long like you mentioned. Every day that there's good weather in the summer, you you're, take advantage. You're, you're forcing, even if you are lazy as hell, you're forcing yourself to yeah. go out, at least do something for an hour. Exactly. You're like, I can't waste this. I can't waste this. Exactly. Yeah. Um, okay, moving on. Um, Germany, uh, Berlin, obviously, has a huge expat community. Uh, people from more than 190 countries call Berlin home. Yeah. 
How many countries are there in the world? I think like 196. So basically, we, we cover the world here in Berlin. Exactly. And around 777,000. No, yeah. Is that right? 777,000. Yeah. That's what you said, right? That's what I said. Okay. 777,000 foreigners were registered as living in Berlin at the end of uh, 2019. Yeah. And think about that. There's there's about, I think it's 3.5 million, 3.8 million. 3.8, yeah. So 777,000, you're talking about like basically like a fifth of the city are foreigners. Yeah. So if you are a foreigner and you want to move to Germany and you're not quite sure about your German skills, Berlin's the place to go because, and this happens to me all the time. You're walking down the street, you hear English, you hear Spanish, you hear Italian. It, it you, you really do not feel so cut off from, yeah, for from sure. home, you know. And yeah, it's kind of cool to hear all these uh, these different languages being spoken, and and um, yeah, it's just nice to be in this kind of yeah so, salad. So, so when you're here, you're cultures. not on your own, and there's definitely a lot of people in the same shoes as you that you can uh, hang out with, of course, right? Exactly. Um, as, as in terms of you know tourists which i think is always a problem for people that live in a city sure they don't want to live in a tourist area they don't want to you know deal with that in, in everyday life mm. and i think in berlin they're not as concentrated um you don't really notice them as much I'm not saying tourists are bad people we're tourists all the time it's just when you go with everyday life you don't have people asking you where to go all the time you know what i mean yeah um and here and, and people and always like um uh, you know, bicycle tours with people that are oh, blowing yeah. through red lights and don't know what the hell they're doing and, and going the wrong way down the street. I like and, the Segway know. tours. Those are fun. Oh, yeah. um, but they're not really, like we said, because there's no big city center, you're not going to be, you know, seeing a bunch of tourists all the time. Yeah, the city's spread out, which means, thankfully, the, the tourists are spread out. Right, which yeah. is great. And like, I love talking to tourists here and there, but um, I like that I can go throughout my day without having to, you know, elbow my way through. Yeah. And in general, you know, yeah, you don't see them. Yeah. Again, it's like if you live in downtown London or Paris or whatever, you're just going to, you can't avoid them. You know, you're, you're, yeah. exactly. And, and, and as a tourist, you know, things are spread out and it is hard to kind of figure out where to go in the city. So I'd highly recommend before you go, try to talk to somebody who's been there, uh, try to read a lot about it because you can't just go and, you know, figure it out because it, it, it is very spread out. You know what? Send send us a message, please. But please don't just say we want to see the cool stuff because right. what is cool to you? T tell us the kinds of stuff that you want to see. You want to go clubbing. You want to eat whatever. You want to do what do you want to do? Whatever. You're a museum guy. Let us know, and we can give you very good tips on where you should go. But please don't just give us a general. Uh, yeah, I want to see the cool stuff because to everybody the cool stuff is different. But please ask us because we've had people before and we've helped them out on their trips. Yeah, yeah exactly. And, and I think in other cities you you can go to um. You, you can go there blind. You know, you can just go back. I'm going to go to Prague. Yeah. And then once you're there, it's very easy to figure out where to go. And the there's literally signs that say city center this way. And yeah. Exactly. And then, but in Berlin, it's really a problem if you're a tourist. It's it's very difficult to figure out where to go because, yeah, it, it spread yeah. out. It, things happened everywhere. And so if you're interested in history, if you're interested in, you know, like you said, clubbing, whatever. There's very different areas for that. And even within those areas, there's different areas. Yeah. Like what's the positive for the person who lives here is right. the negative for the tourist. You exactly. Know, people who live here love it because uh, there's great stuff to see in, in all the districts where they live. But if you're a tourist, it, it maybe takes a little more legwork uh, to figure out. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, we're almost at the end. So I think we'll just end it with um, that this city 
I've been here for seven years. You've been here for how long? Nine years. Nine years. Ouch. And I think we both agree that um, after living here for yeah, so actually, many years. I hate to interrupt you, but uh, sure. Alex had his seven-year... Uh, Berlin anniversary. Yeah, Berlin anniversary last week, I think it was. October 1st, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's nice. He literally just just, just turned seven. Yeah. I did. I turned seven. Yeah, yeah. thanks, man. Um, but yeah. Jeff and I were talking about this episode and about, you know, things in the city, whatever. And we both came to the conclusion that even after so many years of living here, there's always new surprises. We keep finding new things, new places, new events, um, new institutions that have been there forever that we just never knew about. And, um, yeah. and, 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 that, and that's people would say, like, oh, that's any city, any big city. But it's not really like I've lived in other places that after a year or two, it's kind of like you've seen it all and it doesn't really surprise you, you know, but Berlin... Uh, I mean, I've had my I love hate. I've had some times where like, oh, it's time to leave or whatever. Sure. But then suddenly, yeah, it surprises me, and I'm like, oh, actually, this place is really cool. Like, you know, yeah, there's like you keep seeing different sides of it, and yeah, and the, and it's so spread out that even now you could be cycling and run into a, a street or a, even a neighborhood where you're like, what's this? What? And yeah. you know, yeah, and we've been here for so many years. Yeah. And it, honestly, and it happens all the time. Yeah, all the time where I'm just riding my bike somewhere and I'm like let's go this direction, see what's over there. And I find this amazing park or this really cool restaurant or like, you know, whatever. Yeah. And it's not like it's a rare occurrence. Like it happens very, very often. Yeah. So. Maybe I'm just a dummy and I don't, you know. No, no. I, I, th I, I think know. the city has, compared to other places, it has good longevity, you know? Yeah. Uh, yes. I, yeah. Think, I think that's a good way to put it. There, there's definitely longevity there where you can live here for a long time and still not have the same routine and find new things to do. Yeah, completely. And again, like we've lived here so many times. You know, it's like you're with your girlfriend. Hey, what are we gonna do this weekend? And some some other cities, maybe it's there's not many options. Like, oh, let's go back to wherever yeah. again. But here, it's really like, oh, there's the first annual whatever fest, or there's the this, or there's the yeah. that. Yeah. Two summers ago, we found out if we just went south on a street that we almost live on, and just keep dry, riding our bikes down, you come to this beautiful little village with a big windmill and a really, you know, I like, you know, I like windmills, yeah, yeah, yeah. big windmill fan, uh, and a really cool, like German, uh, village style restaurant. And while it was really beautiful houses and little castle, I'm like, what? This yeah. is 10 minutes away from where we live. And I never saw this before. Yeah. You know? which, so like, which I think that actually we, I kind of ended, I don't know if that was planned, but we ended on like kind of the best feature of Berlin is that it, it always surprises you. Right? It always surprises yeah. you. And, um, yeah, I, I think we, we, we could talk more about it, but I think, you know, two episodes is enough. That's if you have, a good place to close. If yeah. you have any questions, please send us some questions. If you're visiting, um, probably after Corona's over or, you know, when things calm down. Maybe next summer, yeah. Maybe next summer. Ask us some stuff or we're, we're willing to help, uh, give you some guides, whatever. Um, yeah. That's a good place to end. And speaking of surprises, let's see if you have any surprises with this dead rabbit whiskey. True. I don't know if you guys noticed, I just poured myself a little splash while we were finishing I'll up I gave myself there, a little bit extra. Because my glass uh, emptied. Actually, that wasn't great, but that was better than the pull before. But I, I think the, desi the design, I mean, obviously the shapes of these bottles is affecting the sound and everything. But so yeah. this one just has a weak, uh, weak pop. It's okay, White Rabbit. But Rabbit, not, not, rabbits a, not a weak don't make sound anyways, yeah. so it's okay. Yeah. Here, cheers. Cheers. One last little, yeah. uh, ooh, that was a big pour by accident. Oh, I, oh God. Poor whisker over my shirt. That's awesome. Beautiful. Um, I will say it's weird because while recording, I've been drinking this like I've been drinking a beer. Mm. You know what I mean? I was kind of been like sipping on it and I haven't really 
when it's a really good whiskey, when I sip on it, I always in my head, I'm like, oh yeah, you know? Mm-hmm. And this one's just been super easy and super, um, just, yeah, it's easy. It's, it's very easy. easy to drink. Yeah. And again, that's not all whiskeys or other liquors are easy to drink. So, sure. so that, that's not, doesn't mean it's boring. No, not at all. It's actually, I think a positive you're trying to say, right? Like, yeah, yeah. And, and, and it's definitely a positive. Um, but it's a, it's a, it's a two sided coin here. So it's easy to drink, but it does mean it's not boring, but it's, there's nothing that's like nothing super memorable. No. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I, I tend to agree. It's, but for what it is and the price it is, I, I enjoy it. It's a good whiskey. I'd be happy to have it on my shelf. Uh, but yeah, there's, 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 you know, if, if, if I say, okay, it's a perfect example. We, we had a uh, friend Misha over the other day. Yeah. And of course, I have a shelf of many whiskeys. Many whiskeys. Over 30 whiskeys. But, and there was like a few random five that I was like, oh, you should try these. Yeah. This would not be in those five. No. Let's say that. That's the best way to say it. Not saying it's bad. It's just, it's not something to write home about if, you know, if you understand that phrase. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I, I, I'd give it a, um, I give it a solid, oh God, I don't want to say six so, and a half no, because. No, for me, it's it's got to be a set. A six is too low for it because it's enjoyable. An eight is too high. So yeah. all I can do it's is give it a seven. It's got to be a seven, which again, in our random rating system is still a good rating. Yeah. It, it means worth buying. You'll enjoy it. Every time we give a seven, you always say the same thing. You say, doesn't mean it's bad. It's worth having. You'll like it. Well, because I, I don't want anybody to think that. Yeah, <laughs> that it's bad. It's, no, it's not it, bad. It is good. Um, I enjoy. I, I wish rabbit. it was like three to five euros cheaper. Yeah, for twenty five, if you could maybe bump it up to an eight, because you're like, whoa. For if it was twenty five, it'd be an eight. But yeah. for thirty two, thirty three euros, I think I paid for it. Um, it's a seven. Yeah. And again, for all these whiskey reviews, of course, these are based off of nothing. Off of no, it's ba- based off of what hits our tongues in this way, right? Uh, Alex had a good story. He said his um, his uh, not father. What do you, what do you call it? Your dating my girlfriend's dad. So kind of like my father in law person. Girlfriend's dad and brother, who are big whiskey guys, came over, drank the Red Spot, which is for me and Alex the cream of the crop, the best we've ever had, right? Yeah. In ever. Yeah. And they said, eh. Um, so, but they're big whiskey guys, and so, they, and they like the Scotch. I forget which one it was. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're that we scotch. gave like a six or a seven. They said those are favorite ones they had. So like, yeah. So, so but, but that's the thing. They're more Scotch guys. We're more Irish guys. So again, it's just, it's based off of our palates, you know. And it's also you know any different day. If I had this maybe tomorrow, I might like it better. If I had it last week, maybe I like it worse. Who knows? It's honestly at the end of the day. Why are we trying to justify ourselves? It's whiskey. Yeah. Drink what you like. And that's it. But if if you find that you have that it sounds like you have a similar uh, taste palette to us, yes, then 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 it makes sense to follow our recommendations. But if not, do whatever the <laughs> hell you want to do. Exactly. On that note, whiskey is whiskey. Whiskey is whiskey. Enjoy it. Cheers. Um, cheers. Yeah. Don't forget to do all the stuff we asked before. We appreciate and it. Stay healthy right now, especially. Uh, please stay healthy. Uh, stay thirsty. Cheers. Yeah. Welcome to Americans in Germany drinking whiskey. <laughs> What's wrong? I don't know. I stared into your soul. <laughs> Whoa, don't do that. I didn't like what I that, saw. That, that's a big mistake, Jeff. Don't ever do that. <laughs>